0: Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book The Hard Thing About Hard Things, Building a Business When There Are No Easy Answers. When people mention entrepreneurial companies, they think about how managers devote themselves to the production of good products the construction of various administrative systems, and the grounding of strategies and ideas every day. At the same time, entrepreneurial companies also contain many uncertainties and will run into all kinds of difficulties and challenges. Administrators of most entrepreneurial companies also face adversity and deal with crises frequently. If you are an entrepreneur, you might have had this experience. After working night and day to make your vision a reality, You wake up to find that your company does not resemble Jack Dorsey's keynote that originally inspired you. Instead, your product has issues that will be very hard to fix, the market isn't quite where it was supposed to be, your employees are losing confidence, and some of them have even quit. Most importantly, you're running low on cash. So, you will look for help in various places or turn to experienced successful people. However, These resources are not always available to every entrepreneur. So, you walk into a bookstore and seek wisdom from books. But most management books on the market tell us how to accomplish things and solve issues with systems and formulas. For example, how to set goals, how to hire talented people, or how to design organizational structures. However, most entrepreneurial companies are facing complicated and changing situations. During this process, there is no unified standard or formula to follow. It can even be said that entrepreneurship is about fighting with uncertainties on every front. So, how do entrepreneurial companies survive and overcome their difficulties? The hard thing about hard things will answer this question. Like most books on entrepreneurship, it will tell you how to do the right thing and avoid screwing things up. It will also tell you what you should do when things are already falling apart. The author of this book Ben Horowitz is one of the earliest pioneers of the internet in Silicon Valley, and one of the 50 best angel investors in Silicon Valley. Mark Zuckerberg described him as a mentor on management for young entrepreneurs in the Valley. He not only brought LoudCloud back to life several times, but also sold it to HP for a price of $1.6 billion. He also turned Andres and Horowitz into one of the top venture capital firms of Silicon Valley within three years. Now, let us unlock this book in three parts. Part 1, how to keep going when things fall apart. Part 2, how to manage things to keep them on track. Part 3, how to lead even when you don't know where you are going. Let's begin with the first part, how to keep going when things fall apart. When starting a company, problems can arise as cash runs low. During this process, the entrepreneur will be under great pressure and may feel as though they are caught in a vortex. This can easily lead the entrepreneur to isolate themselves. But the more you reject help from others, the harder it is to solve your problems. So, how can an entrepreneur work with others to overcome difficulties? First of all, the entrepreneur needs to stop lying to themselves. When an entrepreneur is under great pressure, he or she will easily avoid the issue and fall into attribution bias. What is an attribution bias? It is a psychological effect which means that people will attribute successes to themselves and failures to other people or the environment. For example, some entrepreneurs when their company is struggling will say to themselves, we would have won, but the other guys gave the deal away or just because we miss the intermediate milestones doesn't mean that we won't hit our product schedule. So, when a company begins to lose its ground in important competitions, the truth will become the target. Administrators and employees will try their best to make up some creative excuses to help them alter the truth. If the entrepreneur chooses to believe these excuses, the company will continue to fall into a more difficult situation. Secondly, An entrepreneur must tell it like it is an advocate for transparency with issues affecting the company. How does telling it like it is help specifically? First, telling it like it is will facilitate communication. If I trust you completely, then I require no explanation or communication of your actions whatsoever, because I know that whatever you are doing is in my best interests. Under these circumstances, both parties will have access to more information that can help with the decision-making. On the contrary, if there is no trust, the communication will stop, no matter which department or company you are in. If there's no communication, there is no access to effective information and the company will devolve into a more chaotic situation. Second, telling it like it is can help the entrepreneur locate the problems more effectively. As an independent individual, the entrepreneur has a limited viewpoint. It is only by being honest about the current difficulties and problems that an entrepreneur can involve more people and find the needed solution. Third, telling it like it is can contribute to building a candid work culture. If you investigate companies that have failed, you will find that many employees knew about the fatal issues long before those issues killed the company. They were simply concerned about whether acknowledging them would cause them a personal disadvantage. For example, would the boss retaliate against them for voicing their concerns? The company culture discouraged the spread of bad news, so the knowledge lay dormant until it was too late to act. So, if the entrepreneur can tell it like it is and reward the people that raise and solve problems, the information which can be essential to the development of the company will flow freely. After hearing this, it is apparent that an entrepreneur must stand up to the pressure, face their fears, and tell it like it is when the company is not running well. Besides this, cost-saving tactics are also necessary for a company that is struggling. At this point, laying people off is inevitable. In the professional world, there are two kinds of redundancy, the redundancy of general employees and the redundancy of the senior executives. So, how do we lay people off correctly? let us examine these two cases separately. There are four steps for laying off a general employee. First, when laying people off, the entrepreneur must think clearly and not procrastinate. Usually, when a company reaches the stage of redundancy, the entrepreneur is under great pressure and is tired of dealing with the difficulties of operation. So, once one decides to lay off an employee, it should be done quickly. If word spreads, You will be faced with an additional set of issues. Second, one must have a clear picture for why they are making an employee redundant. As mentioned earlier, you should avoid making excuses, tell things as they are, and bravely admit failure. You must admit that you are laying people off, because the company failed to fulfill its goals and it has nothing to do with the employee's performances. That is to say, The message you deliver to the company and the redundant staff members should not be the redundancy is necessary, and we are assessing everyone's performance with this opportunity. You should instead say the company is not running well. And we have to lay some amazing people off to keep surviving. Many redundant employees are angry, because they think that they have been evaluated unfairly, it is as if the failure of the company is their fault, not because the company did not hit its intended targets. It feels almost as if they are being slandered, and this is difficult to process. The employees will think, I worked hard for you, but was disrespected when you laid me off. Third, a manager must communicate with the employees about the redundancy personally. In 2014, Microsoft had its largest layoff. The 150 employees who were laid off at the time were notified before the meeting, but no one knew what it was about. It wasn't until the top management spoke to them that everyone realized they were fired. Subsequently, these employees were sent directly to the Human Resources Department to receive their severance payments. Everyone was very angry about this. One of the employees made a viral video where he complained that after 15 years of working at Microsoft, he was suddenly laid off. He was both shocked and exasperated. It's obvious that a company's redundancy procedure if not handled properly can cause great turmoil. Thus, before a layoff, the managers must be given training. The training must follow one golden rule, you should fire your own employees in person and not pass it off to the HR department or other more assertive managers. You must bravely face the people that trusted and worked hard for you and show them adequate respect. The fourth step in laying someone off is that as an entrepreneur, you need to be seen. You need to address the entire company at the appropriate time and provide the rationale for the layoffs. The former CEO of Intuit Bill Campbell once said that the message is for the people who are staying. You need to recognize that many of the people you fired are close to the ones that are remaining. And both would like to see whether you care about them. The one staying will infer how the company will treat them in the future according to how you treat their colleagues. So, you must treat them with the appropriate level of respect. Now, let's find out how to lay off executives. There is evidence showing that firing executives is relatively easier than firing lower employees. Executives have all fired people before and know how to maintain professionalism. Of course, you still need to adopt some specific methods, or you will be dealing with the same issue again in the future. For example, you need to analyze the root cause, that is figuring out why you hired the wrong person. Many companies ignore this step, thinking that all it takes to fix this mistake is to fire this guy and hire another one. However, if you don't analyze the reason behind this mistake, you could repeat it again in the future. It would not only waste your time and energy, but also the entire cost of hiring would be in vain. You also need to notify the board about your decision and get their support, understanding, and approval of the compensation plan. What is more, you need to be fully prepared for a face-to-face conversation. That concludes the first part, how to keep going when things fall apart. First of all, entrepreneurs need to stop making up excuses and lying to themselves. They need to obey the rule of telling it like it is. Next, a company needs to lay people off appropriately. When laying off general staff members, one needs to execute it quickly and with a clear conscience. There needs to be a clear understanding of the reason behind this layoff. It is also necessary for the managers to negotiate with the staff members themselves and address the entire company after being trained on how to carry out face-to-face conversations. As for firing executives, one should analyze the root causes, notify the board, and be prepared to talk to the fired executive face-to-face. Today we are just sharing Limited Bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.